bringing you TV reviews. I am your host, Mo. Oh my gosh, you guys. It feels so good to say that when I tell you it's been so busy. <laughs> Y'all, it's been busy. Life been lifing. But hopefully everything is going to get ready to start looking up for your girl, okay? It, I've been in the trenches for about two weeks now, y'all. I ain't going to lie. It's been rough. That's it. <laughs> I hope everybody's week is going well thus far. It is just Tuesday, and I know I got a lot of catching up to do. And so this is just the start, y'all, okay? So today, we are actually going to be discussing The Shy because I'm, like, way behind. And this is Season 6, Episode 8, titled, Who Shot You? I don't know, y'all, but hopefully, and I hate to say this, y'all, because y'all know Duda is my dude and all, but he done got way too villainy. Is that a word? Villainous? <laughs> to still be on the show and not be leaking so maybe him i don't know we gonna find out but let's go ahead do the synopsis then we gonna get right into the episode okay so the synopsis for this one is the aftermath of unexpected events ripples through the city darnell makes a bold offer and alicia confronts tiff okay it's gonna be good y'all so without further ado let's go ahead and dive in so we start the episode off with kevin and we get this montage of him as he's sitting on the train he's gonna get ready to go somewhere maybe uh to la and as he's riding on the train shout out to bj the chicago kid because they are playing a song from him y'all he is so talented i love him if y'all do not listen to bj go look him up bj the chicago kid Okay, and so he's singing as Kevin is riding on the train, and as he's passing all of these landmarks in the city, he's having all of these flashbacks of memories that he's created at all of these specific spots, like Maisha when they first met, when he first kissed her, him and his boys hanging out, having funerals when his dad passed away, him and Keisha going through it, like, it was so much stuff. Okay, so he finally gets off the train. He done shed a couple of tears himself. Y'all was like, oh, Kevin, don't cry, Kevin. It's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. So then we go over to Emmett and Keisha. Y'all, they still going through, okay? They still mad at each other. He's still pissed at her because she went behind his back to go talk to Nook on some limb and bird shit, right? So... He finally breaks down to ask her where the Miracle Whip is, and she was like, I put it on the list. Okay, so obviously you didn't get it. Dang, you couldn't get it while you was at the store? Okay, obviously not. So she ends up asking him, is he going to be off tomorrow? Nah, he not going to be off tomorrow. Why? Because she needs to go look for a job, Craig. That's why. So he says, no, he's not off tomorrow, but you know what? He going to go ahead and call it a truce. He going to wave the white flag, okay, and try to create some type of olive branch with Keisha. And he ends up telling her that he going to have the whole week off next week just so she can go try to find her job. And she was like, aw, that means so much to me. And, of course, y'all know what happened after that, okay? They had that uh, breakup to makeup, coloring action, okay? <laughs> I'm sure they felt a lot better after that. 
So then, um, we go over to uh, Duda. Nuck, well, nothing came in there. Duda sitting up there cheesing and grinning from ear to ear because guess what, y'all? Zayden found a new spot to go wash the money. Okay, so, and so what? That ain't better than me knocking off the dude that was causing us problems. Well, if you would have made him start washing the money, then you wouldn't have had to knock him off. So now that you done knocked him off, guess what? That's bringing more heat our way. So you can't win for losing, Nook, even though Duda put in the order. He just don't like you right now. <laughs> so as Duda is getting on to Nook about knocking off uh, Pastor Papa, Zay over there cheesing from ear to ear like a Cheshire cat, right? He was like, don't get too cocky because you got a whole bunch of growing up to do yourself, little ninja. Okay? So, then <laughs> Nook, man, if looks could kill, okay, Zay would have been shot three, four, five times over. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> so, then we go to Tiff and, uh, Tiff and Rob. Tiff is, she's just so giddy over how well their, um, their their uh, growth is coming along for their weed plants, right? So Rob comes over and he like, hey, look, uh, so uh, how how much longer this gonna take? <laughs> and she was like, oh, you know, we we a lot further along than what we was a few weeks ago. It's coming along beautifully. Well, did, did, can we speak this up? Because uh, uh, Zuda not gonna be around for too much longer. Well, why not? And Rob goes on to tell her that he found out who was responsible for um, his uncle's death and that when he received that money from his mom, Lady May, a.k.a. Alicia, it came with some strings. And the string was he needed to take care of who killed his uncle. And we know that Duda is the one. And so she's like, why are you just not telling me this? Because if that was the case, then I wouldn't have never told you to take the money if it's going to come at this cost. And so he was like, listen, you don't understand my mama because she was like, well, can we just like talk to her and tell her you can't kill nobody? He said that his mama, his mama, Alicia, Lady May, the one that was at a brunch with her lady friends, make Duda look like a saint. So y'all know that she one of them OG, triple OG. She moving in silence, okay? She make people do her dirty work for her. So I don't know what's going to happen with Rob. Do y'all think Rob going to make it out? I don't know, y'all. But either way, it, this, is, this is looking like it's going to be a pretty good episode. So Kev is at his house, and he is packing up all of his stuff. He done got everything organized and sorted out on the couch when he gets a knock at the door. So he goes to answer the door, y'all, and it's a mover there saying that, oh, today is the scheduled day that we came to uh, move your furniture for you. And so Kev was like, no, okay, I think you got your days confused because they said that they were supposed to be coming next week. I'm not moving until next week. And so dude was adamant, like, no, okay, you moving your furniture today. <laughs> <laughs> so they go back and forth for a little second and dude was like look bro okay i didn't hit a man in the head before because he was talking about oh you got your days mixed up okay i don't mind going back to jail for assault for one day <laughs> damn it's like that 
so Cal would pull up the email to show him no, okay? It's in the books for next week. So dude was like, ah, uh, you know what? You right, you right, but we still gonna move your furniture today. <laughs> because guess what, y'all? They going out of business. It's, so Kevin was like, man, you could have led with that. Well, he don't want nobody all up in his business like that. His business all out in the streets, okay? <laughs> well, they going to see the signs when they try to call, okay? Or when they try to show up to the place. But anyway, so dude come in, and he just real reckless with Kevin's furniture, okay? Y'all, the couch that Kevin had his clothes on, dude done like, completely like just flipped it upside down so he can get ready to move and he was like bro my clothes okay that's my stuff and he was like you know what bro go go ahead do you okay because me shouting at you it, it ain't gonna make a difference do you <laughs> so kevin got his furniture moved okay so then maisha comes over later on and they laying down just chilling and she's asking him is he sure that he wants to go through with this long distance thing and of course this is a discussion that all couples have to make or you know loved ones have to make um once they get into these types of situations and so she feels like she just wants she just wants to make sure that she's not holding him back from uh you know any opportunities that he may or may not feel like he's missing out on while he's there okay you're going to see all of these new different people you're going to go all of these different places are you sure and so he was like listen i love you okay you are the one that i want to be with i want this long distance relationship to work and so she was like okay okay i'm gonna miss you and i love you too y'all they are so cute they are so cute together so then we go over to keisha and emmett of course they done got done playing around in the boom boom room and they just kind of lay in there. And Emma was like, it's okay, I forgive you. Wait a minute, hold up, what? When, when did anybody apologize? Because I don't remember doing that. And so he was like, you know, it's okay. I forgive you for going behind my back to talk to Nuck. And she was like, I'm just doing what I needed to do to protect the family because it seems like you not doing it. So they go back and forth about that. And she's still pissed about the fact that he done brought this dirty money up in the house. And so he was like, you know what? I just want us to be cool again. I want us to be back to where we was. And I'm going to do whatever it takes to get us back there. Okay, well, you better. Because <laughs> ain't, no, ain't going to be no more boom, boom room until you do. Okay, that was just a temporary fix. So we go to Papa and Kenya. Papa pops up at work. And, of course, Kenya notices him as he comes to the back. And she was like, what you doing here? Okay, you back a week early why are you coming back and so he's he just needs the distraction y'all okay papa just needs to get everything that's happening off his mind and what better way than to go to work and get some money for it right so she ends up bringing up hey do you want to go bowling next week um i heard that there was a tournament and um i figured that you might want to do that because she know that papa loved to bowl and so he was like look okay um, the last conversation that me and my dad had, it didn't go well. It keep playing back in my mind because it was an argument about you. And regardless of how I feel about you, I want to honor his wishes and respect what he said. And I don't want this thing to go further than us being friends. And so she was like, wow. Okay. Mm -hmm. I was so scared to give my heart to you. And then I did. And now it seems like you're breaking it. 
although that wasn't his intentions that's exactly what he did and i just feel like yeah pastor papa is gone but at the same time if he really had feelings for kenya then maybe you should have but you know sometimes grief does things to us and we do things out of guilt um after a loved one passes that we probably wouldn't have made that same decision if maybe we had an argument and they were still here with us and you know we were able to talk it through so we'll see what happens with them they might eventually uh spark a flame but only time will tell so Emmett ends up going over to his parents' house because he wants to try to get out of this bond with Duda. Remember a few episodes ago, Darnell told him, hey, look, figure out what you need to get out of this and then let me know. So that's what he's doing. So he come over there, he give him, give him the figure. And yes, he knows that it's a lot, but he really wants to get out of this mess that he done got himself into. And of course, they want to help any way that they can. So they say that they're going to give him the money, but before they do that, of course, Darnell has some choice words for Emmett and the recent decisions that he's been making as of late, as far as putting his family in danger. This, of course, leads to a bigger argument between the two of them because Emmett feels like, hey, you ain't wanting to talk, okay? Look at you trying to call the kettle black, okay? You done did some, some, some stuff in the past. You done made some mistakes just like I have. So don't be trying to come at me with that. And so he was like, look, okay, I done did what you done did 20 times over, okay? But you don't put your family at risk. But Darnell, you was out here doing what you was doing because you didn't have no parts of Jada and Emmett at that point in time. You was a single man, not really participating in your kid's life. So you had the ability to do that. But Emmett is trying to, you know, take care of his whole family. I, I get it from both ends. So they end up getting mad at each other. Emmett ends up telling him, you know what, F it, okay? I don't need your help. Darnell was like, no, you're going to let me take care of this. But what you going to do? Darnell said, don't worry about it. You're going to see what I'm going to do. I don't know, y'all. I think Darnell going to end up taking Duda out. What y'all think? So then um, we go over, oh, well, he goes back to his place. Keisha comes over. And not Keisha. Tiff comes over. And Tiff is explaining everything that's happening between Duda and Rob. And basically, she wants Emmett to talk some sense into Rob because not only is this going to affect her and Rob's relationship by possibly putting him in danger, but this also is going to affect their son. Okay, and so she wants to make sure that everybody's going to be safe. Maybe, you know, if they try to, if he tries to take Duda out, then maybe Duda boys is going to get at her and her son, and she don't want nothing to happen. So Emma says, you know what, I guess he's going to try to talk to him. So then over at Kev's place, the boys are just sitting there, you know, just passing the blunt, and everybody is talking about their plans. Of course, we know that Kev is going to L.A. to pursue his gaming dreams. Jake is going to continue to try to build his brand by selling his clothes, which is doing awesome at this point. And then Papa, well, Papa has decided to go to seminary school, okay? That's what his father wanted for him. He always wanted Papa to follow him into the pulpit. And Papa figures that the eulogy was like the last nudge to, to try to push him in that direction. Okay, so as they're passing the blunt, y'all, I, I 
feel like Jake has become so wise. Um, he doesn't really speak a lot. He kind of observes. But when he does speak, it's usually something, a, a good idea coming out of his mouth. Okay. So he was like, dang, so you going to go try to go to seminary school just because your daddy wanted that? Okay. You don't have to live your life for your dad. And so then Kev ends up asking about what's going on with him and Kenya. He was like, nah, I gave that up too. Okay, she just wasn't a good match. And again, his boys know how serious he was about this girl because a few days after he had met with her, of course, he had started liking all of her pictures and following her on all her social media pages. So they know. And so then again, Jake brings up the fact that, dang, you done quit this girl that you really, really liked just because your daddy didn't think that she was a good catch for you. And so, you know, you don't have to live for him. And Papa was like, I know what I'm doing. So to break the tension in the room, Kev was like, hey, y'all, there's one more thing that we need to do before I leave. Y'all, they get their bikes and they ride through the hood. When I tell you, I was like, they so grown. Y'all, it was a moment, okay? Again, we getting all of these flashbacks of them as they grew up. Oh, my goodness. They have come so far, y'all. It, it has been so wild to see them grow up on camera like they have. But um, I, with all of that being said, y'all, I don't know if there's going to be a season seven just because we're getting all of these flashbacks. But it's only with the boys for right now, so I'm not sure what's going to happen with that. But... They are just expounding on how much these kids have grown up, and I, I'm so proud of them. I forgot to mention that Rashad was at the Rock Center, and he's in there volunteering, or maybe he worked there now, I'm not sure, when he sees Tierra also there volunteering, but she's not alone. She's there with Marcus. And y'all, they're being all lovey-dovey, and she's talking about how she never thought that she would be one to fall in love, and he never thought that he would be able to fall in love again. And so they start kissing. And meanwhile, Rashad is over there looking real obvious that he has feelings for her. So he ends up pulling out his phone, talking about Tierra. Um, you know, I'm just going to let you go. And the one magical, amazing night that we had was just that one night. We never see that he sent it to her. So hopefully he sent it to her and not Deja on accident. Because y'all know stuff like that be happening all the time. So Darnell ends up popping over to do this. And he done brought this bag of money. Talking about, yeah, this should settle with me. Uh, what you and my son got going on. So he was like, yeah, this settles about half of it. What do you mean? Okay, well, that's okay. I'll, I'll figure out a way to get you to rest. So Duda was like, you know what? No, mm -mm. you can keep your money. And to make sure that, um, you know, I keep my word as far as keeping your son protected, the only thing that you'll have to do is just say some nice stuff about me out there in them streets. Well, Darnell ain't got nothing nice to say. Well, if you want to keep your son safe, you're going to have to swallow that pride of yours and say something nice about Duda if it's brought up in conversation. Oh, and don't forget your money. So Darnell go back and get the money, y'all. Seems like Duda is not going to be in Darnell's crosshairs, okay? Because he got to make sure that his family is protected. 
So then Keisha ends up meeting up with Nook because I forgot to mention that um, after her and Emmett had had their conversation, Nook had hit her up asking if she was available to talk. So she ends up meeting up with him and he know what her and Emmett got going on and he, he ain't trying to come in the middle of that. However, he just feels like he needs somebody to talk to and Keisha was his soundboard, okay? And... You know, he just, he wants to feel heard by somebody who ain't trying to kill him. Well, who's trying to kill you, Nuck? Anybody. At any point. Okay, he can't trust nobody. He always got to look over his shoulder because that's the life that he chose. So, she apologizes to him if she, if she made him feel like her reaching out to him gave him the idea that she wanted to come back to him, but... She don't even think that they could be friends right now at that point because her and Emmett are already, you know, walking a tightrope right now. So she don't want to jeopardize what they got going on just because her and um, her and Nook are trying to have a conversation, which I get it. So, y'all, I just feel so sorry for Nook. <laughs> I really do. Um, he just need a friend. He need a hug. He need a hug, y'all. And, and maybe a good therapist. <laughs> Thugs need love, too. Okay? They got feelings, too. So, then we go over to uh, Emmett and uh, Rob and Vic. Okay? Emmett and Rob done came to Vic because they want to take Duda out. And they need Vic's help. Well, unfortunately for them, Vic feels like he's got too much to lose. And if... Y'all plan on taking Duda out? I don't want them parts of it, okay? But don't be coming up in here acting like y'all about that life because I know that you grew up with your mama and your daddy, Rob. And Emmett, your mama made sure that you ain't never want for nothing, okay? Y'all ain't whore. Y'all ain't whore. <laughs> I'm whore. <laughs> and I'm trying to do something better with my life. So if y'all want me to commit conspiracy, that's going to be a hard pass for me at this point, okay? Good choice, Vic. So now Rob and Emmett have to come up with another plan to take Duda out. And so once they get out of Vic's earshot, Emmett ends up calling Duda and setting up a meeting spot and tells him to come along. Okay, because it's a private conversation that they need to have, so don't bring freak and frack. And <laughs> Rob is supposed to be the shooter, okay? And so <laughs> Emmett ends up asking Rob, Hey, do we do we need to get some pooch shiesties just in case? Okay, what if, what if somebody see us? Fool, you done already called him from your phone, dummy. <laughs> just goes to show how inexperienced they are. Now, granted, I ain't never caught nobody, and I ain't ever trying to catch nobody. But I know that if you gonna be doing all this dirt, you gonna call from your phone. Okay, that's just stupid, Emmett. So they gonna take Emmett out. Uh, they gonna take a uh, Duda out, y'all. Hopefully, Rob don't miss. So before I get off into this whole Gemma Jake thing, because it's a lot, y'all. I'm going to go ahead and give y'all Keisha and Kev. So Keisha and Kev are finna get ready to go for their last run before he moves. And she's giving him all these tips and tricks, you know, the sibling advice about use protection always. Okay, don't be trying to do that pull-out stuff because that, that don't really exist. <laughs> And, you know, just be careful. And so he 
reassures her that him and Maisha are going to be rocking, so ain't going to be no worrying about pull-out method, okay, pull-out gang. So, they go for their run, and again, we're seeing all of these flashbacks, and I'm sure this is all going through Kevin's head, right? These are little glimpses into Kevin's thought process as all of these things are happening before he gets ready to move. So then... We go over to Jake. So when the boys were talking, Kevin actually gave Jake the keys to his place because his landlord told him, hey, you got to find you a tenant since you're going to be moving. And that tenant is going to be Jake. Okay. He always did say that he was ready to move. He'd been saving up his money so he can get out of Vic's house. And now he's got the opportunity. It's coming knocking. Is you ready, Jake? Apparently he is. So he goes to tell Gemma that, hey, he finna get ready to move out. And as soon as Gemma hears it, she's like, oh, great. This is going to be phenomenal. I've been so ready to move out of my dad's house, this and that. And Jake was like, yeah, no, okay, this is not what that is, okay? I said, I'm moving into Kev's place, not we. Did we? When did we start speaking French? And so she basically tries to withhold them fooling around from him because she wants to move in with him and so he tells her look we way too young to be trying to move in together which i agree okay so she was like okay fine so she ends up going to the studio to work with britney and this song is on and britney in the song is describing how she's her she's that girl and apparently Gemma done told her everything that's happening between uh, her and Jake because soon enough Gemma is out in the front of Brittany dancing and, you know, doing a little bit of winding. And so Brittany come over and she shoot her shot, right? They end up kissing and then Gemma backs up. And so she was like, look, okay, this is not what needs to happen. I want to keep this strictly professional between the two of us. And Brittany tries again to convince her that jake is not the way okay you sacrificing and so she was like no i think jake actually is right we are too young to be trying to move in together but i want my own place so guess what britney does she ends up cash apping her ten thousand dollars for her own place and so she was like is this advance money because britney was like well just consider this an advance since this you know you don't want this to be more of a personal relationship and so she was like okay well ten thousand dollars is like a hundred thousand dollars is ten percent of a hundred thousand dollars so how are we gonna make this hundred thousand dollars back i don't know girl that's up for that's up to you to figure out but for now y'all Gemma got ten thousand dollars <laughs> so she goes to her dad and tells him that she got this money so she wants to move out of course her dad doesn't want her to move out. He feels like she's way too young. Tierra ends up convincing him that she needs to go find her own place. And then if she does, of course, that gives them more wiggle room to run around the house naked if they choose to. Which I'm, uh, listen, I got kids, so I understand. <laughs> Sometimes, okay? You just want, anyway, y'all. So, you understand, right? So, he was like, okay, all right. So it seems like Gemma is going to have her own place. Jake is going to have her, his own place. Do y'all think that they're going to remain together? I don't know, y'all, but they may be getting ready to break up. I'm sure Brittany going to keep shooting her shot, y'all, and Gemma might just end up falling victim to Brittany G. Charm.
Okay, y'all, so <laughs> disclaimer, I took notes. However, I took those notes like a few hours ago, and I'm in mama mode now. So if y'all hear my daughter's tablet going in the back, I'm sorry. <laughs> but here we go, because I got to finish this episode tonight. So Bakari is on the couch, y'all. He's still in a depression about the fact that Pastor Papa has passed. He feels like it's his fault that he's no longer here or he played a part in it. And so Papa ends up getting Lene to come over and talk to him and she tries to convince him to basically get off the couch. Okay, I know that you're grieving and I know that you're hurt, but he wouldn't want you to throw your life away like this. Okay, figure it out. You have to get out of this funk some kind of way. And although he really does have strong feelings for Lene, he really doesn't see why he's still even existing at this point. That's how deep in a depression he is, okay? So at Kev's party later on, um, him and Lene, they say their goodbyes, so to speak. Lene ends up telling him that she's going to miss him. He says that he's going to miss her. Of course, he says that he's going to come back and visit, and um, he thanks her for helping him improve his gaming skills, although he really doesn't want to admit how much of an impact she had on him. But he does give her a little bit of credit. <laughs> um, so then, Lene, not Lene, sorry y'all, over to Alicia. Y'all, why did Alicia meet up with Zay? Now, Zay is Duda's second in command, right? Or Nuck is his first in command, so Zay is his second. So Alicia ends up meeting up with Zay because she wants him to join her team. And so he was like, hold on, wait a minute. Okay, I already work for somebody. Well, uh, all I'm saying is you may want to keep your options open because I'm not sure how long your boss going to be around. So I'm wondering if she knew about Rob and Emmett's plan or if she was legit just trying to get Zay over to her side. Y'all remember, Rob said that his mama make Duda look like a saint. So ain't no telling how Alicia moving out here in these streets. But um, after she said what she said to him, he was like, mm, let's keep talking. Okay. So, we don't know what else they discussed because the scene ended, but maybe Zay is finna join Alicia's team, okay? So, over to Emmett, y'all. Duda and Nuck are sitting there waiting on Emmett to come, and he's asking Nuck, okay, have you talked to him or something like that? And Nuck was like, nah, he ain't called back or whatever. We still waiting to hear. So, just then, y'all, a car turned off the lights, or they turn on their lights and they zoom, like they are speeding towards Duda and Nook. I'm thinking, Lord, is they finna get ready to run them over? No, they hurry up and hit the brakes, turn the car real quick. That uh, back passenger window let down and y'all Rob get the busing, right? He got his uh, ski mask on so they can't really see who it is. But he get the busing, y'all. And in my head, I'm like, okay, you got... You got a, a whatever type of gun this is, okay? I know it's probably got maybe what, like nine in the chamber, six in the chamber, something like that, right? Not double digits. So he busting off all these shots, right? And then Duda end up falling to the ground, right? So he wouldn't get hit because the bullets was hitting the, the car. 
So when he fell to the ground, y'all, him and Rob lock eyes. Rob is like if he had like a target on that thing, or if he had a scope on his gun, y'all, that scope would have lit green for him to go ahead and hit Duda up. Because he locked it in, y'all. He was ready. And then once he fired, didn't no bullets come out, y'all. He had ran out of bullets. Or maybe the, the gun jammed. Either way, wasn't no shot fired, y'all. But guess who did get shot? Rob. Rob got shot, y'all. So he ended up when they when they pulled off, he ended up getting hit like in the abdomen. Okay, so we don't know if Rob is gonna make it or not, because he was bleeding. But hopefully they can get him to the hospital in time. And hopefully Duda and them don't know that it was Rob and Emmett that was trying to take him out because this could be some fast turnaround and everybody that's family related can be in danger like real quick like by the end of the night so we'll see y'all over to Rashad and Tierra, y'all they was at this party and Rashad ends up seeing Tierra, and so he come over and was like oh man you know why you play me to the left okay you could at least responded to my text message and she was like, what text message? I never received anything from you. So he was like, man, it said it was delivered. Y'all, I knew it was going to happen. Why he accidentally sent that damn message to Deja? I should have been in the writer's room for this. So as soon as he pulled it up and tried to show it to her, he was like, oh, shoot. So then he hurry up and try to get to the house, y'all, because he already, he already know what time it is, okay? Hopefully they can make amends but I, <laughs> it ain't looking too good for Rashad right now okay so Jake and Jim are also at the party and um they're talking and so she ends up telling him hey guess what I'm gonna get my own place too oh really how you gonna get your own place that's good where you get the money from and so initially I thought that she wasn't gonna tell him right y'all but she actually did end up telling him that um, she got the money from Brittany. And so he was like, man, don't tell me. Brittany gave you that money? And so she was like, yeah, it was in advance. And he was looking at her like, yeah, right. Okay. She only did that because she, she wanted to smash you. And so Gemma was like, no, that's not the truth. That's not what this is. And he was like, oh, okay. So you just thought that she just gave you some money because she believed in your talents like that? She believe in you like that? That's what you thought? Nah, she done gave you that money and now she your pimp. And so she was like, F you, Jake. It sounds like Jake might be on to something. <laughs> there is a hidden agenda here, Brittany. And now Gemma, little gullible Gemma, honey, finna get played. She, she be trying to be in the streets with everybody else. But she is not that, okay? But we'll see how her and Brittany's uh, relationship develops soon enough. Um, so at this party, Kev ends up giving his thank you speech, y'all. He got teary-eyed. He thanked everybody, okay? His friends, his mama, or his moms, you know, because he, she, they allowed him the space to make his own decisions and make mistakes, Okay, but they was there to support him even through all of that. You know, thank you. I'm going to forever love Chicago. 
um you know this is gonna forever be home to me this that and the third y'all he got teary-eyed i got teary-eyed and then once he was done with his speech everybody went back to you know playing the music or whatever dancing and y'all him and nina nina came over and she hugged her baby boy and when i tell y'all I, I had a moment y'all my son is halfway there y'all and although i be ready for him to leave the house i'm not ready for him to leave the house oh lord I, oh yep mm-hmm so anyway um alicia ends up calling tiff or emma ends up calling tiff to let her know what happened so Tiff is down at the hospital and her and Alicia end up getting into an argument about the fact that Tiff knows about what happened and as far as the plan goes with Rob to take Duda out, right? And so she was like, you know what, did you did you have life insurance on him? And Tiff was like, no, okay, but I know that you put your son in this position to get shot by Duda. I told him not to do it, okay? And she was like, I don't know what you're talking about, honey. She is going to deny, deny, deny to the end, okay? She going she gonna to die on that hill that she don't know what he was up to. So the nurse comes in because things done got heated. And, um, oh, no, I take that back. She did come in there, but it was only because Alicia asked her to get security to remove Tiff from the room. And so Tiff was like, I'm not leaving, okay? I'm staying here because I know what he was up to and so she was like uh the nurse was like well you know if you're not his spouse or if you're not relative then you have to leave so tiff ends up leaving y'all and as soon as she leaves alicia was like now why you going to tell that hussy our plan okay you know you don't tell family business especially when it comes to putting hits out on people you don't tell nobody that you know she gonna go to the fbi and snitch or the fbi gonna come to her and she gonna be the first one to break down so you need to hurry up and wake your ass up so i can put my foot off in your ass <laughs> y'all she just want him to wake up so she can beat him down okay that's what she said lady may i told y'all she still got that mean streak like alicia regardless of what role she play y'all she always has a role where she play real nice right but once you really get to know her and you get on her bad side y'all she is the nastiest person that you will ever come in contact with <laughs> very good adversary okay so anyway uh zay comes back to the warehouse and y'all do the it's finna get ready to knock his whole head off. He was like, where was you at? And he said that, you know, his phone was off. He had went to go get some dinner or something like that. And he was like, well, why you wasn't here? He was like, because I wasn't supposed to be here. I'm off today. And so due to him, them up against the wall, he was like, you ain't never got an off day when you with me. So y'all, this might be the pushing factor to, to make Zay go over to Team Alicia and um you know nook is cheesing and grinning talking about yeah ninja yeah okay so we're gonna see what happens maybe zay might be the one to knock dude off courtesy of alicia we'll see y'all i don't know um so then <sighs> emmett is still at the hospital y'all he's pacing back and forth like if anything is to happen to rob if any suspicion 
falls upon him now i know chicago and i'm sure that they get you know these types of in incidents all the time maybe the police is up there but if the police ever come to try to talk to rob they know that the next person that they're gonna need to talk to is emmett's butt because he's being so paranoid and so obvious right that he's involved in whatever happens rob right so he pays him back and forth Vic come over and he's like, man, what happened? And so Emma's telling him all of that. He was like, man, see, I told y'all not to do that. Okay, I told y'all. So now Vic is going to have to go handle this because he knew that they wouldn't be able to. And he don't want nobody else to get hurt. So now he going to do what he got to do. Y'all going to push Vic over to that side again, y'all. I just hope that Vic don't get caught up in this because he's been trying to do so good but you know what though it honestly i know he's been doing good y'all but this might be the karma like if he take duda out and he get caught he was praying and asking for guidance when it came to the whole q situation so he might end up in jail regardless we'll see i don't know <clears throat> i hope he do steer clear though um, we do know that Rob ended up making it through surgery, okay? He got the surgery, they got the bullet out, um, and he should be fine. They just waiting on him to wake up. So it's a waiting game at this point. So Rashad, y'all, he ended up going home. And when he come through the door, he trying to rehearse what he going to say to Deja. But when he get there and he start calling her name, Deja is nowhere to be found nor heard from, Okay instead what he does find is all of his belongings on the couch at least she did that okay at least she put it in uh suitcases and lug luggage compartments and all of that at least she did that and so just as he's looking at that and realizing that she's done with him she he ends up getting a text message with the thumbs up saying that she liked the message that he sent her on accident y'all petty petty I wonder if she had a ring alarm <laughs> to let her know when he came home so she could send it right at the right time. <laughs> so Rashad, I don't know where he going to go. It seems like maybe Jake is moving out at the right time because Rashad might be right back at Vic's house in the basement. Um, Over to Bakari. Um, Y'all, I'm trying to see what I wrote. Hold on, y'all. Hold on. Bakari is still on the couch, y'all. And now he's in, like, this dream sequence. He's sleeping. But when he has this dream, it seems almost like it's it's too real, right? Because when he's dreaming, he ends up seeing Coogie. And Coogie is Tracy's son that got killed. Okay? So... Coogie comes to him in his dream, and he was like, man, you know you didn't have to avenge my death because he ended up killing, uh, oh my gosh, what's our, Ronnie. He ended up killing Ronnie at the end of one of those seasons. I think it was probably like two or three seasons ago that Ronnie got axed. I think it was two seasons ago, two seasons ago. Um, but he ended up killing Ronnie to avenge Coogie's death because Ronnie accidentally killed Coogie. Okay. So he was like, you know, you didn't have to do that, right? Did it make you feel better? 
And he was like, no, I, I ain't felt better. I ain't even been able to sleep since, okay? I ain't got a good night's sleep since all of that happened. And so he was like, man, you know, you need to get off this couch. And he was like, you know, why should I even be living at this point? I don't have no reason to live. And he was like, man, you need to be living the life that I couldn't, okay? You need to be living the life that was taken away from me. At least you have a chance. And so then he wakes up, and I hope that this is the push that Bakari needs to get his stuff together and get on the right track. Because not everybody gets a chance. And so a second, third, fourth chance at that. Because Bakari done got it together, it seems, but then he keeps slipping deeper and deeper. Kind of like Vic, right? So, um, back at Victor's, he, he goes back to the house and he's ready to put on his all black, like he ghost from power, right? To go take out Duda because he don't need extended family getting hurt. Like Tiff, like Jada, like Darnell. He don't need nobody else getting hurt. Like Emmett. Y'all, if they take Emmett out, I'm done with the show. Okay. For real. Like I'll still watch it, but I'm not, I'm not going to be because i'm gonna be so mad <laughs> but anyway so Vic goes back to the house and him and fatima are talking a little bit and she's like you know why you why you getting dressed up where are you going and so he tells her what he's gonna get ready to go do and she was like no okay you can't try to save everybody you cannot save everybody from making mistakes and so she was like you know you got a family to live for at this point and so she hugs him because he was like, you know, you right, you right, I'm sorry. I, I was just, I was mad. I wasn't, you know, I was thinking in the moment. I was heated. You right, I'm finna just go take a shower. Okay? I love you. Right? So as soon as she walked away, I was like, I know Vic finna leave out this house some kind of way. So, of course, as soon as she turns, and I don't know where she went to, but I was like, girl, you don't hear that back door opening? Are you not going to go to the bathroom and check and see if he's in the shower? Do you not want to join? But okay. So he goes to his room. He grabs his pistol from up under the bed. And he he sneaks out the back door. Do y'all think? I, I hope they don't take Vic out either, y'all. I'm going to be so mad. I really, really am. Because he, he's done some some major changes. I'm yeah. I'm going to be mad. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. So, Kev is packing. And he's finna get ready to leave. And so, he's got his backpack on. He looks around his apartment one more time. And then he heads out the door, y'all. And that's the way the episode ends. I'm so sorry if I missed anything. I swear I took notes. Um, <laughs> it was a lot happening, but I didn't have the time to record the rest of it earlier. All right. So if I miss anything, I'm sorry. Okay. But I, I got the major parts. All right. That's all I have for now. I love y'all. If you haven't already, please rate and review your girl. Please turn on your notifications. That way, once your other favorite podcast goes off, this one comes on. Okay. Y'all stay safe out there. Please have a wonderful rest of the day, and I will talk to you guys soon. Bye. Oh, and one more thing before I leave. I want to give a huge shout-out to my baby girl, 
Miss Aaliyah. Her birthday is today, y'all. So please, um, if you know her and you listen and you're local, please wish her a happy birthday if you can. She just turned a big 10, y'all. Oh my gosh. I can't believe it. My babies are growing up so fast.